The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Dudes, we are about a week away at this point, which means it's not only time for you to know where you're going to place your bets, but it's time to make sure your man cave looks amazing. And if you are into memorabilia, auctionofchampions.com, that is the place to be. I have been posting on social media all their different stuff. It's amazing. I mean, they've got... So many cool, unique items, signed Biker Mayfield jersey, Saquon Barkley jersey, Odell Beckham Jr. helmet. Plus, they're offering a 0% buyer's premium until August of 2019. They don't use stock images. You are getting exactly what they picture and what I put on my social media, whether it's at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL every item starts at $20 or less and here's the key no reserves so there's an auction every other Wednesday and it's it's selling like it's one way or the other it's selling plus the owner Alex is a listener which makes him even more awesome support your fellow listeners auctionofchampions.com if you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast, and it's the last one before we start handing out our picks every game, not picks, our bets every game, every week. That is our promise. We are presented by betonline.ag. Just use that promo code podcast1, the number one, to receive a 50% sign-up bonus today. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. He is the star of the show. I even saw recently, Steve, I like that, that picture of you and the other Super Contest winners. I don't know if it was alumni night or whatever. Hopefully, since you won it twice, you got two dinners or two free drinks or whatever you get. He, of course, can be followed on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports. Obviously, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl professional football gambling. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. We did very well for you guys last year. We're hoping to do very well for you guys again this year. Hopefully, that works out. And we got to do it. We got to start by wrapping up 
the NFC West. We've gone division by division systematically to get you ready with our win total thoughts. And up today, Stevie, we got NFC West. That picture, by the way, of you guys was pretty cool. The uh, the Super Contest dudes, what would you get for that? Yeah, so we had a rings ceremony in the World Series of Poker. They always give bracelets to the winners of all the events. They've never done that with the Super Contest World Series of Sports Betting. And so the Westgate um, retroactively gave out um, rings to all the prior winners. Since I had won twice, I got two very nice rings. Thank you to the Westgate. Wow, I like it. Speaking of the West, let's go out West, Steve. It's our final division for the season win totals. It is NFC West time. Yeah, Rams are the number one team in the West, forecasted at 10 wins. I got to tell you, I may be a square ball here. I like the Rams. I know that when a team suddenly wins a whole lot more games than they won the year before, you expect regression. But I think the Rams, with the pickups they got in free agency, with the development of Goff, I think that um, they are the clear-cut, not just best team in the West, they might be the best team in football. My only concern I want to ask you about, Ross, although I'll lean over 10 wins, Goff has not played at all in preseason. I'm worried about that. Do you, your experience in the NFL, especially a younger quarterback, how much is that going to hurt him weeks one and two? You know, I really don't know. I, it, it's a rare thing. I don't remember many teams ever doing it. I mean, I know every once in a while they've done it with like an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady, but I don't know that, that Jared Goff is at that point. They must feel real good about how he's looked in practice. Um, I think that the good news maybe is they're going up against the Raiders in the first game on a Monday night, and I don't think Khalil Mack will be there. So that's probably the best news that he's got going there. But, yeah, I I, I look at it, and I, I, I don't really know. We don't have a big sample size or really any sample size of that. Yeah, and I don't mind a team resting an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady, but um, very strange that um, you know when, when you see Trubisky not playing week three for the Bears and you see um, Goff not playing for the Rams, it's a whole new NFL, Ross. It really is. Uh, so you'll lean over. I guess I'm with you on that because I think 10 is probably about the floor for them. I'll lean over as well, but I don't feel strong enough to put a unit on it because I think the Niners will be better than they were last year, obviously, with Garoppolo. And I got to tell you, we'll get to them, Steve, but the Seattle Seahawks have looked a lot better in the preseason. I think anybody thought... And as such, I think that that's, uh, they are a very, very sneaky team. So I will lean over as well because I think I'd be surprised the Rams don't get to at least 10. You know, maybe 9 and 7, but probably at least 10. So then, you know, you're, um, you know, you're, you're not losing there if you get, if they get to 10. Uh, second team here, San Francisco 49ers. Open to nine, it's down to eight and a half, and there's actually vigorous on the under. I can understand that the money that came in on under nine, the feeling is that five-game winning streak with Jimmy G, some very favorable scheduling spots where they beat playoff teams, 
that were in horrible spots, Jacksonville, Tennessee, and finally the Rams in a throwaway game. But i got to tell you, Ross, Jimmy G's never lost a game when he started. And at 8.5, where I can play over at even money, that's the way that I would lean. I think San Francisco is clearly a team that is on the come and is going to continue to improve in the long term. So I would lean over the total. You're leaning. So, okay, so you feel good about it. Now, what do you think is like the possibilities for them this year? You know, what, what you call the distribution. Yeah, I think it's pretty tight. I don't think that the Niners can be an 11-win team, and I'd be shocked, frankly, if they won less than seven. There's a real good chance the team's going to win nine plus or minus one or two games, I think. That's kind of how I look at it as well. And so I will also uh, lean over with you. Uh, I really like what they do offensively. We talked about it with Greg Cosell on the Ross Tucker football podcast today. Just, you know, how creative Kyle Shanahan is. But the flip side is I don't think the offensive line has looked as good as I wanted them to this preseason. Uh, I'm not so sure about their defense still. So we'll see. And it, I think it's going to be a more competitive division than we thought as well. But I'll, I'll have a, uh, a, 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 a slight lean to the over also. Third team, Seattle Seahawks. What is this? Wow. Season win number Seven and a half, how the mighty have fallen. It's all about the Legion of Boom and their five pro bowlers that have exited. Russell Wilson's still awesome. I have him as my number three rated quarterback. But I got to tell you, Ross, you, you, know, you mentioned that um, you like what you've seen from Seattle in preseason, and that's interesting because I have not liked what I've seen. Pete Carroll is the, one of the kings of preseason. He has a great preseason record. And the fact that Seattle, although they did play a nice game week three against Minnesota where they lost by one, should have won, but they're 0-3 right now in the preseason. And whenever I see a team that historically wins in preseason, the coach, that suddenly is struggling, I worry about the team's depth. I will say this. I'm going to give a freebie pick here. Seattle hosts Oakland week four of preseason. I think Seattle's a great bet, minus 150 on the money line or minus three. I think that that is clearly Seattle's game. No way Pete Carroll wants to go 0-4 in preseason. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to – I think that their distribution is probably between 7 to 10. I can't imagine them only winning six games. So I, I think 7 and 9 is probably kind of the floor for them. And I think – I think they're probably more like eight and eight plus or minus a game there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna once again lean over. It's not a strong lean, but three leans over. I, I guess this is how they get you, right, Steve? People are all you know. People always lean more towards the over. Yes, and you know one thing about the distribution for Seattle. I think I'm gonna disagree here. I think the wheels could completely fall off Seattle because. I've seen this phenomenon before where a team that's used to competing for playoffs and the Super Bowl, when it goes bad, Ross, it can go really, really bad. And Russell Wilson has been under duress the last three years, and he's somehow managed to stay healthy. If he gets nicked up and is less than 100% or, God forbid, can't play, Seattle's going to become one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah, well, um, they just traded for Brett Hundley, and I saw that experiment a bunch of times last year, and it was ugly. I mean, 
really, really ugly. Speaking of ugly, by the way, Steve, it's looking pretty ugly in Arizona. What's that? Do they still have the lowest win total? Arizona it has the second lowest win total there. It's currently at six. Buffalo is lower. Buffalo's at five and a half. And the Jets actually are at six also. But I got to tell you, Russ, I see reasons for optimism in Arizona. I'm actually going to put two stars on the Arizona over six wins. Let me make my case. The schedule is very hard. The division is difficult. But I love the fact, if we look at last year, they won eight games. They did that with three quarterbacks. Palmer goes down. Their second string quarterback goes down. So all the quarterbacks started about the same number of games. They did it without David Johnson. The entire year he goes out week one with the wrist injury. Love that he had a wrist injury also. So he'll be back absolutely 100%. It's not like he had an ACL or an issue like that. So I've got a huge upgrade at running back. I've got a upgrade as long as Bradford stays upright at quarterback. My only concern with the over six, and maybe I should just be betting Arizona against the spread early in the year, is that if, they, if he gets hurt or if for some reason they go with the rookie Rosen, I think that Vegas hates rookie quarterbacks. I don't like rookie quarterbacks. Rosen has looked capable, but that could train wreck my bet. That's my only worry. Yeah, I, I can't do it. I mean, two stars. So it's, talk to me about this, Steve. All right, what, what other divisions are they playing again? I got to pull up their schedule one second here. All right, that's all right. We, I, I can pull it up, but um, I, I didn't know if you'd already said it or not. I, I couldn't remember. So, but here's the thing. You, went, you leaned over on three teams that you think are better than them, and then yet you have them as the worst team in the division, a two-star play on the over six? Yeah, let me correct. I, I don't lean over with Seattle. Seattle, I, I would actually lean under. So I misspoke if I said I, I lean over. Oh, 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 um, okay. I thought you said may, maybe I just leaned over. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so they have to play the AFC West. So that is certainly not easy. I know Arizona's schedules. I, I just have their overall grade being one of the most difficult schedules in the NFL. So, and they got to play the, NFC, the NFC, NFC North, North so, and AFC West. Yeah, that's not going to it's it's not going to be easy at all um so um they better win that redskin game for me to to win my bet week one maybe i should just you know what ross let me take it back if i can instead of betting (laughs) arizona over six with josh rosen let me just bet arizona week one against the redskins at pickham got it okay all right so, I mean, you put two stars on it, Steve. I, don't let me, don't let me, you're the expert. Don't let me be talking you out of this stuff. No, you know, the, the more I think about it, the more, like, if, if they don't beat the Redskins at home where they have a nice home field advantage, I'm not going to win my bet anyway. So why have all this uncertainty? Why not just go all in week one with that game against the Redskins with the Redskins flying across the country? I think that that is the better bet. That's an interesting way to look at it, really. I've got nothing on Arizona. I would. Uh, it's hard to lean under on a team that that totals at six. So I'm not going to lean under, but I'm not leaning over as well. I I think that they are a five and eleven, six and ten team. 
maybe seven and nine. I don't think they're going to get there though. So I guess I do have a slight lean to the under, but I'm not putting a bet on it. You know, Ross, I'm glad you told me to look more closely at the schedule because I know I've got them rated as a really difficult schedule, but I just looked at this December 16th game where they got to fly across the country and play a third place team in the NFC and they're at the Falcons and I like the Falcons. So forget I am saved by Ross Tucker. Forget the two stars on the over. I I just wanted to have one best bet because I was going to pass on all four. Let's make the best bet Arizona week one against Washington. The best bet. Well, I'm glad we do that, Steve. I'm glad we have those discussions because it's not easy to keep track of everything. So that's why you get the BetQL app. You can easily track all of your action live with the My Picks feature. Plus, BetQL has the powerful algorithm that provides rated value bets every day based on detailed analysis of recent and historical team trends. Plus, they got the injury info, line movement, public betting trends. It's an awesome app. You take the information from that app, betql.co, the same guys that brought to you RotoQL. Take that info and go immediately to betonline.ag to place your bet. See, it's all coming together. BetQL gives you the info. BetOnline.ag is where you go ahead and place the bet. Speaking of BetOnline, it's our guy Dave Mason time. Always good to be joined by our buddy Dave Mason from BetOnline. Remember, the code is PODCAST1, the number one, to get that 50% sign-up bonus. Dave, always appreciate the time. All right, so it's week four of the preseason. All 32 teams in action tomorrow night, all 16 games. I guess my question is, how much volume do you guys typically see in the different weeks of the preseason? Like, are there certain weeks that are more or less than others? And, like, how much of a fraction is it of of the regular season? I mean, I'm sure it doesn't even compare, right? No, it doesn't compare to the NFL regular season. But, you know, it's kind of funny. You get that first wave of week one, you know, guys that just need to watch that football, even though, you know, not a lot of starters playing. Um, Week two and three, it takes a little – it goes up a little bit more um, as more starters get more time um, and more and more guys, more of our players come back to the site. You know, as August goes on, those guys that went dormant, after the Super Bowl, those football-only betters, you know, they, they start coming back to the site throughout August, a little bit more and more every week. So we'll get a little bump in action week two and week three. Week four, it does go down a little bit because, you know, it, it, it's the, everybody's getting rested. The, the, the significant guys don't want to risk their injuries and, and not the big names just aren't playing as much. Plus, the football betters now – this weekend, I mean, there's a full college slate and an awesome college slate. So, you know, they're they're putting their money towards college more than uh, more than the NFL games. That being said, I mean, still a lot more guys come to the site, and a lot of these games are, you know, they they, they still put so it's still football, so they still put the money on the games. Even the sharps, the sharps, sharps definitely have some spots this weekend. All right, well, give me give me some give me some numbers then. Give me some insight All in right. what. What you guys are seeing for tomorrow night's games? Yeah, uh, the Sharps, there's been some line movements. Uh, the, the Jets at pick, 
That was sharp. Now the Eagles are getting three and a half. Cleveland pick. Lions now plus two and a half. Ravens minus three. Uh, Skins now getting six and a half. And the Packers plus six. The Chiefs are now minus three and a half. So those are some of the sharper plays. Yeah, always amazes me too, man. You know, I would never consider myself sharp, especially in football. But uh, those sharps are always finding a spot no matter what, what, what we have on the betting board. Steve, what do you what do you attribute the line moves to, and do you bet fourth preseason games at all? Oh, sure, absolutely. Like Dave mentioned, not as much of an emphasis for me because I'm working on college football along with everyone else, and because of that, my volume goes down. I think the Jets, that's kind of an obvious situation where Foles is all banged up and you've got Sudfeld looks so bad for Philly, and, and the Jets have an awesome preseason quarterback rotation with you know, Teddy Bridgewater. So that was a logical quarterback rotation play. As for the totals, I did a lot of research on week four. Ross, week four of the preseason is becoming a vanilla keep everyone healthy week. Specifically last year, the unders went twelve and three. Mm-hmm. Two years ago the unders went ten and five. Three years ago the unders went nine and seven. So we're seeing a clear cut pattern towards more unders. I would only look to play unders this week, I think these are going to be some very boring football games. That's an interesting point. Did you see any movement, Dave, on the totals? Um, a little bit half point here and there. Um, nothing jumps out as a specific example. But, no, there's been movement. And, and like and Fez said, you know, guys are betting. And that, that's kind of a trend you see during, during preseason, too. Uh, you know, during the regular season, 80% of the action, usually 75, 80% of the action are betting on over, but that comes down a lot during the preseason, especially week four. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it's close to that 50, 50 range. A lot more games have most of the action on the unders because of that. So hopefully we will get some overs to get to catch this weekend and, and preseason on a winning note. Yep, and then it'll be all in on week one of the NFL season. We talked about it um, on the Raw Sucker Football podcast last week, Dave. Uh, the amount of money bet on the Browns and the liability that you guys have over at betonline.ag is really interesting. And I wonder how much, if at all, like Hard Knocks has contributed to that. Yeah, I mean, I see people saying that, and I, I think that makes sense. Um, yeah, I didn't really think about that, but... When I tweeted something out about that a few weeks ago, a couple people mentioned, I was like, yeah, you know what? That makes sense. Some exposure and people watch it and, you know, they uh, get to know the players and, you know, look in practice. They look great. And uh, so, yeah, I I think there's a I think there's a lot to do with that. First of all, people love the long shots. You know, we're always exposed on the long shots when it comes to futures. you know, they always draft at the top of the, of the draft board, so they get those big name guys. I think they get a lot of publicity because of that, and people think, oh, they got excellent so and so player. They're going to be great this year. They, they people put too much um, value on these rookies coming on in, in the camp. Uh, I remember that happened last year too. You know, Deshaun Kaiser. He would say, oh my god, he's going to be their quarterback of their future, and. And they have a great draft, and, and people were betting the futures then, too. I, I remember we were exposed on Browns' futures last year. Not as bad as this year, but, but yes. Yeah, so, but Hard Knocks definitely plays into it, I believe. Steve, do you have anything else for, for, uh, for Dave today? You know, one thing, it's a mystery to me why anyone would bet on the Browns after watching Hard Knocks. <laughs> I think they'd be betting against the Browns. Um, 
you know, Dave, I wanted to ask you about teasers upcoming in the NFL. Teasers have been a liability for a lot of books, a lot of games landing on the number on the what they call the basic strategy teasers where guys lay eight, take a minus eight down to minus two, or plus two up to plus eight. Has bet online, what are you currently paying a six-point NFL teaser? And have you guys adjusted those in recent years, or did you look at it this year? Uh, yeah, a few years ago, we, uh, we, we adjusted on when you're crossing – you know, crossing the key numbers, uh, everybody was doing it. Uh, for a standard uh, two-team six-pointer, it's minus 110. Uh, six and a half is minus 120. Seven points is minus 30. That's for a two-teamer. Yeah, but if you do cross the three, seven, like you said, those, 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 those gains are eight and a half, minus eight, minus eight and a half, crossing those two key numbers, those, those are such a winner for the teaser betters. So yeah, we do add a little extra juice on there. Five cents, 10 cents. If you cross two, both key numbers, you know, most books are doing that now. So it's, you know, it's just the only way to make it. So where the math is still advantageous for the house or we just get beat up on them so much. Dave, always appreciate the time. Thanks so much, man. Encourage everybody to check out betonline.ag and code podcast one. All right, fellas, thank you so much. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. Email address ross at rostucker.com. We know the deal on this show. You're not really emailing in to ask me a question, but rather our guy Steve Fezzik. Steve, uh, this comes to us from Chris Zakarian. He heard about BetQL on our Even Money podcast. If this was the confirmation you needed, I can continue with my question for Steve. Yeah, he took a screenshot of the BetQL app on his phone, which absolutely counts. We love that. So do the folks at BetQL. Thank you for allowing me to ask a question. Longtime listener of all shows. When I heard Jameis Winston was suspended, I quickly placed a bet on New Orleans at minus seven versus Tampa Bay weeks ago, and now it's at minus nine and a half. Do you recommend I let it ride or also take the bet on the plus 9.5 to potentially win on both sides of my bet? What Also, what do you think about six to eight team teasers? Ross, give a shout out to us Armenians if you know any. Thank you. Well, actually... My best friend and his two brothers, my best man at my wedding and his two brothers, they're all Armenians. Their names are the Orwigs, but uh, their mom's maiden name, Kachadorian. So they, they very much embrace their Armenian heritage. So I'm all over it, Zakarian, with the Kachadorian. So there you go. All right, Steve, let's start with uh, what he should do about this Saints-Bucks line. Yeah, so the line's nine and a half everywhere, and although laying seven and taking nine and a half looks super attractive, it's really a skinny middle because eight and nine land so rarely in the NFL. So I would wait and hope for a 10 to pop up on the Bucks. probably will NFL week one. At that point, sure, why not? play? I wouldn't play back your whole bet because the minus seven bet in New Orleans is superior. Uh, that, that's the one that's crushing the closing number. But I'd play maybe 45% of your bet back, especially if you can get a plus 10. What about six to eight team teasers? Sure. So 
six-team teaser is kind of a wise guy secret, can actually be really good because what's happened, as Dave mentioned, the books have had to have lowered the payouts on two-team teasers. There was a time when it was even money. No longer can you get that. But if you work out all the math, it turns out if you can get a six-team teaser and there's still books that do it at seven to one, that's the magic number. Seven to one on a six-team teaser um, is, or 15 to one on an eight-team teaser. Those are really attractive odds. And at that level, high variance, because you've got to get them all right, um, certainly teasers become attractive. Love those questions. Please keep them coming. Ross at RossTucker.com. We can answer your questions all season long. And by the way, if one of your questions is, Ross, how do I get the best tickets and at the best prices to NFL games or anything else? It's SeatGeek. I've told you guys this for a while on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. I've been mentioning it lately on the Fantasy Feast. And now I'm telling you here on Even Money Podcast. You guys like the games. You like to make them more interesting. You like to get a little action on them. That's great. I'm with you. I'm glad you feel that way. Now, go to some of them. It's even more entertaining if you're actually there, especially when you got ridiculous prices. People have been sending me the email, some of you guys, that you're getting on some of these games, like the preseason games or even some of these early regular season games, the NFL. It's amazing. You get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase when you use the promo code EVENMONEY. So it's in my mind just like Kayak, just for tickets, rather than for for you know concerts or sports rather than airline tickets like kayak is go to promo code even money when you download the app promo code even money to get $20 off life is an event we have the tickets seat geek baby that'll do it for the final even money podcast before the start of the 2018 regular season. Next week will be epic. We are in to making money for you guys. Be a part of it. Listen for special contests and giveaways. You know how to ask Steve a question. And you can rate and review. That counts. You, even if all you want to do is ask Steve a question, just rate and review the show at Apple Podcasts, and you can. It's that easy. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.